The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So we're here in the middle of March Madness, aren't we? It's my favorite time of year. All eyes are going to be on that the next few weeks. Thankfully for the Nuggets, we're watching college games for the next two weeks, right? For NBA fans, we're going to get the opportunity to see some of these kids lottery picks up close and personal so i thought maybe i would showcase some of those players who they are which teams they play for maybe where they're slotted what i like about them pros cons all that let's start with the number one college player in the country brandon miller he's been the bell of the ball since minute one plays from alabama he's a huge star as we know six nine he's been in the news a lot uh, for some bad reasons, uh, he's going to lately get some chances to show people how good he is at basketball. I think he had 42 the other night. Alabama's the number one seed in college basketball, so you're going to see him play two to three games minimum. What you're getting is a player who a lot of people compare to Paul George. He's, like I said, 6'9", very hard to guard, 40% from three. He can fill it up. I saw him live. But I discovered, and other scouts confirmed, he does not get a lot of separation. His first step, not very quick. He's very difficult to get past. It's very difficult for him to get past even slower defenders. Lacks quickness, lacks hip mobility, lacks explosiveness. Can't score at all three levels. And if you can strap him, he gets taken out of the game very easily from a mental perspective. But... Here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. Scoot Henderson from the G League Ignite was just shut down for the rest of the season because he's been boo-boo. And nobody wants him to fall any further. And a lot of people are pointing out that Scoot is now not the number two overall consensus pick. Brandon Miller might be. So if Brandon Miller plays well in this tournament, you're going to see him become the staple number two, like Chet Holmgren was for the OKC Thunder. This NCAA tournament is going to be a huge opportunity for him to solidify his hold as the backup to Victor Wambiyama. It's there. It's there for him. He can fill it up. He can score. He's going to be a game changer for Alabama. Next up is Jairus Walker from Houston. People have been following this kid since he was in seventh grade. That's how special he is. He's 6'8". He has a 7-2 wingspan. He has great court vision. He's an above-average passer for that size, but he's very strong. Great rebounder. No, 
not super fluid, a little stiff, and really a major reason that Houston is a favorite to win it all. There's a lot of players that people want to watch for Houston. Uh, Sasser as well, which we'll talk about in a bit. The Athleticism is a top-five pick going to Orlando, which would be really interesting, and now he has a reason to ball out. Next up is uh, Grady Dick out of Kansas. A lot of comparisons to Larry Bird. Don't want to say it, but there is. Jeff, Jeff Goodman thinks Grady Dick is a lottery pick who can go as high as 10. If you watch Kansas games, you'll see why. These uh, A lot of other people compare him to a faster Reggie Bullock. He's 6'8". He can create his own shot. But if he can find guards that can get him open, he's going to be able to really, really elevate his game in the NBA where there's a lot more spacing. Very smooth three-point shooter, 40% from three. And he is a big reason as a freshman that Kansas is a favorite to win it all as well. I love watching Grady Dick. Uh, you're going to be able to see him for three, four games, maybe more this year. Very fun player. A lot of people like them to go to the Final Four, so that should be good. Uh, up next is Jalen hood Shafino out of Indiana. I like this kid a lot. 6'6". He's not going to get as much time to shine as others because Indiana could be bounced in the first round. Might be one and done by the end of the first weekend, but you got to peep him fast. He's not a super fluid scorer. He can shoot. He plays solid defense. Scouts love his size. Uh, not a great free throw shooter, so scouts don't like that. He could rise as high as the mid-first round if he plays well or if Indiana goes far. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another player who's getting a little love, especially late in the season, is Derek Whitehead from Duke. He's another guard, 6'4", with a 6'9 wingspan. Started the season injured. Now that he's healthy, that's pretty much why Duke is playing well. Shoots 40% from three as well. A little raw. Gets a lot of comparisons to Tyler Hero in terms of the way that he spaces the floor. Slippery enough to get his own shot off against tight defenses. Can come around screens, catch and shoot and off the dribble. Gets a little lost in the shuffle because Duke is pretty loaded, especially out of a couple of seven-footers that are really good. But if he plays well in the tournament, he's going to raise his profile a ton. Up next is Jordan Hawkins from UConn. Another guard, 6'5". Projected to be drafted in the 20s. But listen, if UConn wins at all, which some people think that they're a sleeper, they played well in the beginning of the year and played well at the end of the year, maybe he moves up the draft board then. I've seen as high as the mid-teens. Listen, this is all dependent on UConn moving to at least the Sweet 16 or the Elite 8 and him being a big part of that. Obviously, Sonogo, their center for UConn, is a big piece of that too. But some scouts say that he's stronger and faster than he appears. One of the best players in the nation this year. Uh, let's just talk about all of Arkansas. It's pretty much the entire team on draft boards. Ricky Council, Anthony Black, Nick Smith Jr., they're all right there in the top 20. No joke. So Arkansas better do well in this tournament for them to not fall off the, the cliff. Three future NBA players on one squad. People think that this team's going to underperform because the end of the season hasn't been great. Nick Smith has been highly touted for the last four years, was injured in the beginning of the year, and now is back. 
6'5". He's projected as high as 7 in some mocks. A year or two ago, he was a consensus top three player. He's been banged up, but when he's out there, he can get you buckets, right? Great court vision, can go left, can go right. A lot of comparisons to Jamal Crawford. Doesn't get to the rim enough. Some people think he's a little skinny. 10 to 15 pounds of muscle will help him because he can get bodied, especially if he can get bodied in the college game. He can certainly get bodied in the pro game. Ricky Council, the fourth, is 6'6". He is really good in transition. So-so, half-court player. Shot needs a little bit of work, but he's very athletic. Good defender, can guard one through three. Projected mid to low first round. So I've seen him in the 18s. I've seen him in the 20s. And then finally, the other lottery pick is Anthony Black. 6'7", point forward. Oh, man, he has a great shot. He can defend, too. A little too unselfish, but... That's why he works at Arkansas where shots are at a premium, right? There's a bunch of guys who are supposed to fill it up and a bunch of guys who are all trying to go into the next level. He's taller, more athletic than Scoot, more athletic than Amen Thompson, who are the only players at his position slotted ahead of him. So watch every Arkansas game this year because there's no guarantee they'll make it out of the first weekend. Uh, up next is Keontae Johnson out of Kansas State. Man, he transferred from Florida to K-State, and he has lit it up. 6'6 wing. He missed all of last year due to health issues, but he's projected as a maybe a lottery player. He can guard one through four with ease. He's super athletic. He can shoot the three. And K-State is a sleeper to go to the Final Four. They are, they are a really, really fun team. If they go on a run and he gets back into the spotlight, even as an older prospect, I think he will improve his draft status. A great way to Really scout for the NBA draft is to watch March Madness, kind of like Chet performed last year. Some of these other players come out of nowhere. So keep an eye on that.